nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Gravel. Craig, it's uh, only another couple of weeks until we're at Sandown. Uh, I don't think you're coming down to that one, but anyway, it'll be uh, good to see the cars back on track in Victoria. It's been a while. You've certainly got some good comments from around uh, the traps. And uh, I had a chance to talk to Tim Slade at Phillip Island. He was down there, of course, trying uh, one of the old HRT cars. It's a day for Tim Slade to get back behind the wheel of an old dunger. But Tim, of course, uh, showed plenty at Bathurst. And uh, Tim, you uh, must be pleased to be racing again uh, so soon after Bathurst. Yeah, um, yeah, down down here at Phillip Island in the the Keane family's um, 2010 VE Walkinshaw Commodore. So it's um, Tandem McConville um, Bathurst podium getter. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 good just to, to get back to the track and jump in a race car and cut some laps and have a bit of, of fun along the way with uh, with the Keens who are, who are good friends. So, um, yeah, it's good. Okay. Um, now, coming back to racing full-time, you had a year out of the seat full-time. Of course, had Bathurst in uh, 2020 with Scotty McLaughlin. As you said, farewell and yep. wave goodbye. Yeah. Um, uh, you were quick at Bathurst. Um, and of course, your first time really as a co-driver there. Um, how many drive full time were you? How many years were you full time in the series? Uh, I think eleven. I think this year is my twelfth year full time. Okay. Yeah. Um, going back to be with the team, and, and the Blanchards are an incredible family. You know, three generations who have been at the top in the motorsport, um, and they're friends of yours far beyond just being teammates. Yeah, um, you know, Tim and I grew up racing go-karts uh, at the same time and then uh, we're actually teammates in Formula Ford at, at Sonic. Actually worked on Tim's car at Sonic. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, teammates again at BGR. So, yeah, we've, we've known, um, you know, the Blanchards for, for a long time and I've been good mates with Tim for a long time as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome to be in the position that I'm in now. Um, you know, with with them, and uh, you know, they've done a fantastic job in, in setting up what they have with the race team from scratch. And you know, we got some really good people, um, some good equipment, and yeah, I guess we sh- sort of showed you know what we can do speed-wise at Bathurst. And uh, I can't see any reason why you know we can't sort of repeat that throughout the year. So it's definitely um, you know, it's it's very exciting. You know, looking looking ahead. Now, you don't get rookie days anymore because you're a bit past that stage. But, um, and you, of course, uh, had a test day at Winton. Yep. Um, it was a particularly hot day or anything like that? Was there anything that was a... Yeah, it was, it was a hot day there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to, 
to get a read on the car, you know, in those temperatures, sort of changes don't really seem to make that much sense. But for us, it was more so just about, uh, you know, getting to the racetrack basically for the for the first time properly as a team and just going through the motions of it all, you know, unpacking the truck, setting up the garage. Um, and then, yeah, just, just giving the guys uh, a heap of changes to do, you know, to the car throughout the day. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a pr- pretty successful day. I mean, I'm not suggesting for one second it was a uh, crucial part of the equation, but I imagine the fact that you were getting into Will's car, um, which he showed in 2020, yes, at, at Adelaide, he was quick in that car. You must have been encouraged by the thought that that'll be your car. Uh, yeah, I mean the Tickford team in general have, have, you know, in my time in the sport, they've been one of the, the top teams, you know, for the whole time. So it's nice knowing, you know, you're jumping into a, a Tickford car, um, and especially going going to Bathurst, you know, knowing that you're in the same same equipment and you, you've got you know the same setup as Cam Waters did there. You know, and he was on pole by half a second there last year. So it's definitely, you know, it's a good, really good base to, to work from straight up at Bathurst. You did a great lap in the uh, top ten. Um, I mean, that must have exceeded your expectations and dreams by quite a bit. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I'm not trying to diminish your skills. I'm not trying to yeah, say, yeah. oh, no, I'm no good. I wouldn't do any good here. Yeah. No, no, no. But what I mean was that... You shook a few people up with the space you showed there. Yeah, um, I mean the car was was really good. You know, as soon as we put it on the track, and like I said, we had a very good base to to work with, given you know the the speed that the Tickford guys showed there uh, last year. So um, yeah, I guess probably a lot of people didn't expect us to to come out and have the speed that we did. But I guess I, I've always always said throughout the the whole, um, you know, forming of the team that we've ticked all the main boxes. Like we've got, we've got good equipment, we've got good people, um, and for me, it was, you know, this year. It's, it's more so a matter of when, not if. So, um, yeah, yeah, to be, you know, P two and and only sort of, I think within a tenth or whatever of, of yeah. Cam. I think the car was definitely good enough for pole. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's probably just a little bit me just. You know, sort of finding my feet and, and getting a bit of confidence with the car across the top. So, yeah, it just shows that what an amazing job you know everyone in the team's done. Yeah, um, now uh, the car was too badly damaged to start Sunday. Um, you had a spare car. Is that still the spare car, or are you? Nah. So, uh, yeah, it, the the chassis had had quite a bit of damage. So the guys um, drove. We had a, a car load go back Saturday night, um, and they. We're in the workshop Sunday, stripping down the, the spare car, which wasn't sort of it wasn't complete. So um, they stripped that down, and then the truck got back Sunday night. They uh, stripped the, the damaged car, and then now we've we've built up the, the spare chassis, and then we'll we'll uh, repair the the damaged chassis, I guess, sometime after Sandown. Tell me, would you get a chance to have a shakedown with the uh, rebuilt car? No, I, I don't think we're actually allowed to. I think the shakedown's like purely it's for, for a new, new, car. new car. So, I mean, this is like it's exactly like a, a ground-up new car build, yeah. except just the chassis. Obviously, you know, this the steel is uh, is old. So, technically, I guess it is exactly like a new car build, but the chassis's not not new. So. 
and they're uh, the rules. <laughs> and of course, you've got to a man who knew that car well as an engineer last year. Now his team manager. Yep. Yeah, Hulky. So. Um, like I said, we've got some really good people, and, and Hulky, um, you know, he's he's been in the sport. Actually, we've been in the sport sort of exactly the same period of time. So, um, yeah, it, it's kind of good, even though you know Brendan is uh, is team manager, and he's he's got all you know those kind of uh, things that come under that job title to, to worry about. It's it's nice to essentially have, I guess, a couple of engineers in the team. But Mirko, you know, he's really really smart guy just hardcore racer um you know it's it's awesome to have him on board but it, it's kind of cool that you know Mirko and brendan can kind of bounce in, engineering I, I, ideas off of each other as well so yeah it's it's a bit of a bonus um and uh, you're based on the gold coast yep so what well, you'll be heading back there tonight uh go back to so i come down wednesday morning had the guys in the workshop bit of a hand Wednesday Thursday down here I go I go home Monday then I'll come back down during the week I'll, I'll sort of go back and forth a couple of times in between now and Sandown you're not uh, doing any TCR are you no no well, alright well, thank you Tim Slade I look forward to catching up at 10 and doing more of the same for you yeah sounds good thanks and I understand you got some time with Cam Water so the front row from the Saturday race at the Mount Panorama 500 Second race, a lot better than the first. Um, yeah, obviously yesterday wasn't great, so um, really good day today to bounce back after the passing failure and you know get some good points um, today and, and get our championship underway. How does it feel knowing where your car is now after one event? You know where you are with the rest of the pack. Um, I probably know where my car truly is at already, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's got its strengths and weaknesses, which we we need to address and um yeah had a, had a lot of things we would have liked to try this weekend but you know once you're in the weekend it's, it's a little hard to step away from something that's half proven when you uh look at how race two played out you had the lead for a while but then got jumped was the aero part of the problem or just the way the strategy played out you weren't able to get back um no it was more just a strategy to be honest like the first in was pretty comfortable out in front just driving a, a pretty um pretty straight car and um, you know the end of that stint I probably had a bit more pace than what Shane did um, but yeah when the roles were reversed I think Shane was probably a little bit quicker and cleaner than what, what I could achieve so overall I think Shane probably had a little bit quicker car than, than what I did but um, you know we got a good start and, and the strategy is what it is. What are you looking to prep yourself for Sandown next? Um, yeah we'll work through with the, the team what we need to do to go quicker but um yeah, I'll be racing a sprint car next couple of weekends in a row, which will be cool. So, um, yeah, once we've debriefed, well, I'll be yeah, back on the dirt. Sounds good, Cam. All the best. <laughs> Thanks. And certainly it's terrific to hear from Tim as well because uh, he had a big shake-up on that uh, Saturday afternoon when he was uh, very close to almost having an unimaginable sort of return to the game. So be it. We know it's a tough game and all these drivers know it far better than you and I, don't they? It was good that he's back in the car getting some laps and, of course, he's a family man now, so he's got a few more responsibilities than he's had in the past. Indeed. Some of those responsibilities, of course, is uh, Barry Ryan. Now, I understand that you had a terrific chat with him covering a whole bunch of different subjects at uh, Bathurst. Barry Ryan, first race of 2021. How do you sum up the uh, weekend? It's been... Well, a few bangs and crashes in the wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so um, 
it's been an awesome weekend. It's um, shown our um, what potential we've got as a team, and particularly what these two drivers have got as, as drivers. So, yeah, we're really positive and upbeat about it. Like um, to come to a track like this, and Brady put it in the top ten. Um, if Will didn't crash on Friday, it's all ifs and buts. But his confidence would have been at a slightly higher level. His car would have been a bit nicer, and who knows what he could have done. But they still did an exceptional job. Like even Brody's race pace today, you know, we could we could do a strategy where we're, you know, treating him like a full-time professional driver, which he is now. And he did the job, and he he, he skipped some people in in the pits and end up just outside the top ten. So it's um yeah, it's really positive. So. Yeah, we're um, we're really upbeat about it. Not only did you change drivers, but you've changed a bunch of positions. George Commons coming in, new engineers stepping up. How did you look at that performance right after the event? Yeah, again, it's really positive. Like um, the environment in the garage is better than I've seen it in two years, and I'm actually I'm, I'm happy coming racing again. And I haven't really enjoyed racing for a couple of years. And um, yeah, just sometimes you need to make a change and. We'd sort of been scared to make a change for a couple of years, and um, you just want to be have that consistency. But it's taught us now that sometimes you ne you need to go with your gut and um, make some changes. And some of the changes were forced on us. Some of them were a blessing in disguise. So um, yeah, we're 100% going to get stronger. And like you said, George is George is a great addition to the team. Probably one of the best engineers I've worked with for just being calm and really methodical and. And he's actually helping Tom because Tom's you know lacks a little bit of experience, but Tom did a really good job. And um, our data engineer Wayne, he's a he's an engineer himself, but he's got some really good ideas. That they're all just working together as a group. So there's three engineers working for the team, and um, that is honestly something we've lacked for the last couple of years. We had a couple of individuals, and um, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, like I said before, it's until you, until you see how it can be done different, you don't recognise what was wrong. So, um, yeah, it's really good. And the drivers, again, the drivers are the same. They're working for the team, and, and that makes a big difference. They're pushing each other. They're congratulating each other. They're talking about how their race went, and they're going to get better from helping each other. And, and as a team, we'll, we're definitely going to take more steps really quick. Can I ask you about a couple of things on the car that uh, changed this year? Did you guys put the uh, the new air vents in the uh, inner guard? Oh yeah, you had to. It's part of the rule. So yeah, but that was a little window that was in the car, built into the car already. Um, it was so you can adjust the the suspension arm. So they basically just made you take the windows off, so uh, the covers off. So yeah, that was does nothing. Yeah, it's supposed to cool the engine bay a bit better, but. If it does, I don't know. There's no sensors there that can tell us. So, yeah, we'll just go with what supercars told us to do. And obviously, the front splitter, not any changes like that. Are you finding that the racing's just being affected because you can't get up behind, or do you think it's it's not as bad as what some say? Yeah, it's, it's still hard to it's still hard to um, follow. Just the cars have just got too much aero and. Obviously, that's the change they're looking at for Gen 3, and it's been proved in other categories like NASCAR that it works. So, yeah, we'll just deal with what we've got this year, and um, yeah, and hopefully Gen 3 they hit the hit the nail on the head with what we need to do, and uh, we can have some better racing and more passing, which is what we need. Did you have any chance to look at the academy drivers and how they went through Super 2 and Super 3 this weekend? Yeah, we kept good on them. It was really good to see um, young Jalen Robotham in his first race here, the Super 2 car. He did an exceptional job and he got sixth in the last race and raced really well. You know, really smart for a 17 or maybe he's just 18. 
Um, Jordan Boys, you know, awesome to see him win the race, and he's um, he's been with Terry for a while now, and I'm really happy for Terry Warren and the Image Image guys. They they do such a great job, and Terry's such a fantastic bloke, and he does everything for the sport, and he supported Jordan for a lot of years, so it's great to see them win the race and win the round. Um, with some really good competition, um, the 86 guys and girls that was really good. Unfortunately for Bailey, he had problems with his car and couldn't race, which is pretty upsetting for him and upsetting to see a young kid not get to have an opportunity like that. And I think Holly come out on top out of um, Harrison and Joe, but Joe got taken out and come from the rear of the grid up to I think 14th in the last race. So you know he learned some racing skills. So all in all, really good. Um, Holly. As, yeah, female driver. She did a really good job, and obviously it's a bit intimidating for her. But she's she's so, showed some real class. Definitely kept more than a bit of an eye on it. You gave us a full wrap up. I see everything. I don't miss anything. So, what are you going to be looking at between this performance and when you roll out again at Sandown? Just same thing. Just just keep building. Just making sure that we um we, we've got confidence in ourselves. We'll make sure we can nail the pit stops because it's going to be more pit stop critical the next one because it's not down to fuel. Um yeah, just just it's going to be good because we know we're fast at Sandown already. You know, we've been proven fast there. We know Brody's fast there. We know Will's fast there. So we just got to tick the boxes like we always do. Yeah, <laughs> nothing special. Just tick the boxes. Well, Barry, look forward to seeing you there. Yep. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. The other people that you got to, of course, was Team Sydney. Now, Team Sydney, I suppose, uh, for different reasons, other than the ones that Erebus had, they're finding their feet as well. Of course, uh, with the return to Australia of uh, Jeff Slater, Doc uh, Slater, um, and a new driving duo in Fabian Coulthard and Gary Jacobson, John uh, obviously had plenty to think about when he was putting Team Sydney back together again. Fabian Coulthard, how are you going after the first weekend with the, uh, well, the new team? Ah, uh, you know it's a reasonable road ahead of us, but um, you know we didn't have a we didn't get much achieved on the test day, so um, we did a lot of testing things here, quantifying a few things, what worked, what didn't. Um, but I was a lot more comfortable in the in the race this afternoon, so. You know, there's promise, so I'm looking forward to, you know, honing in on that and, and going to Sandown with a package which we could start with, with at a reasonable base. You've started to find a car working to your liking and when you were making changes, it was doing what you expected? Uh, yes and no. Yeah, some some things worked, some didn't. Um, but yeah, sort of, you know, that race was, I felt a lot more comfortable. Um, yeah, it was a little bit more predictable what I would expect a supercar to feel like, so... Um, we'll work from that. Obviously, the guys will take the car back, give it a good set down, see where it's ended up, and um, yeah, hopefully hit the ground running and stand down. All the best. Cheers. Happy birthday. Yeah, cheers, thank you. <laughs> Gary Jacobson, your uh, first weekend here after changing from another garage. Yeah, I was pleased with my results in qualifying. I, I felt like I could push Fabian pretty hard, and I felt like I you know, set the benchmark for the team going into our first round of the year, so that was cool. I think we've got a lot of work to do in terms of just all the finessing of, of pit stops and, and all those sort of things once the racing starts. So, yeah, um, I've driven 888 customer cars before. There's some pretty big differences that I've noticed from team to team, so this time it's just about adapting to this style of car. I think the changes that we made progressed forward. We just got to maximise the short qualifying runs now. Um, there's a few different strategies that we saw. A couple of people went out for three one-lap goes. A couple of people went out for two two-lap runs. So 
it's a game of you know one percenters and I think we've got a lot more to gain than probably a couple of other teams up and down pit lane because uh, we seem to have improved a lot more throughout the race than others did but uh, yeah it was great to work with Jonathan Webb for the first time and uh, you know my car my side of the car we didn't really have anything go wrong on our car as, as, as well it, it was faultless all weekend and yeah I enjoyed the challenge of the mountain it's great to be back well Fabian's in a hurry to get out of here so you better join him yeah he does enjoy revving these high cars at a rather high rpm right but uh, hopefully we don't get this bill for the higher car damage <laughs> well Jonathan Webb a lot of changes over the off season how have you seen them bet in here after the first race yeah lots of changes oh I think yeah, the changes have been good. It's always going to take a little bit of time to get everyone to gel, you know, drivers, engineers and crew and things like that. So, no, it was a good first week in that respect. But I've got to admit, overall as a weekend, it was pretty disappointing. So, we'll go back to Sydney tomorrow and regroup and work through it. And, yeah, the drivers are positive, drivers are happy. You know, we're, we're heading in the right direction. We just need to do it a little bit quicker. What do, you, what do you look at this season knowing that at the end of this season, everything you know about the car you throw out, everything that you've got in the shed becomes obsolete and there's a lot of talk about whether they'll actually go to Super 2 or whether they'll be uh, museum pieces. Yeah, I mean, oh, look, at the end of the day we've got to worry about the one that's right in front of us now. Yeah, we're, we're one round through, 11 to go and certainly from our point of view we don't want to drop the ball this year, we still want to put on a good show and you know, we've got, got drivers and sponsors and everyone around that, that we want to support and, and make it work. So yeah, we've got to start to look at Gen 3 for next year and, and plan for that as well, we, we can't ignore it. but. Certainly main focus is, is just putting on a good show with what we've got now. And the $64 question, the transferring back down to Sydney, it's uh, obviously after 2020, uh, yep. you don't make any plans too far ahead. No, exactly right. Well, I mean, I made the plan after, uh, just before Christmas last year that Sydney's good, we're happy, move everything back down there. It sat there, it had a vacation for a couple of weeks and then we dragged it back up to Queensland because obviously COVID came through New South Wales again. and. But it all looks clear for the now, so we'll, we'll pack up and head back down there and look forward to being back at City Motorsport Park and sort of part of that groove. And look, we'll just wing it now. We'll wait and see. We, we learned how to do it last year. We don't plan too far ahead, but for now, that's where we'll be. So when, when do you think, is it base there on Monday? or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, boys are packing the truck now and we'll head straight back to Sydney tomorrow. And, and that's where we plan to be and, unless COVID comes again. Well, all the best, John. Thank you. It's fascinating to see the fact that uh, there are so many things happening in the world of motorsport. There are a couple of things that shone out for me. One was that uh, a woman we spoke to late last year, and one that you and I both know quite well, delightful young woman who's been with Erebus for some years, got the promotion to managing director, and now she's uh, got a new job, or not a job as such, but a new role in the FIA Girls on Track, which is fantastic because she already was playing a part in that, wasn't it? Has become a, uh, a formal role model, if you like, Tony, on helping develop female and women in motorsport and showing that there's more than just drivers that have important parts to play in keeping the whole uh, motorsport circus running. And, of course, uh, Jessica Dane, of course, is the one who uh, is leading that pack. I think she's been as the uh, chairman of that particular group or chairperson of that group for some time. Women are starting to get well represented, as you say, well beyond just the steering wheel uh, peddlers. The other news that uh, I thought was interesting was about Chaz Mostert. He uh, has taken up the cudgels of uh, the, the bullies online and more particularly... Uh, the fact that aiming at those people who are needing the help and encouragement 
of those people who have been bullied. Um, do you know a little bit about it? The, the, the dolly, I don't remember the woman's name. A young girl, she was quite young and she committed suicide. She's a country girl from Queensland and uh, I understand Chaz has been uh, promoted as an a, uh, ambassador for that particular project. Yeah, an anti-online bullying campaign called Dolly's Dream. And he's been doing that since 2019. But what sparked interest is this week he posted a plain pink square with the uh, hashtag no social hate, which then had a number of other supercar drivers all doing the same. Amazing how people are so willing to say things that they'd never say to a person's face online. Perhaps we will see over time people being called out and removed for disgraceful behaviours online. But until then, it's great to see a uh, driver putting out a message saying, don't bother, don't say something about me that's negative or claim you don't like me and continue to keep reading my stuff or worrying about what I'm doing. And uh, I think that is good to see people starting to stand up and and fight back, if it were. But in this case, it was a hashtag of no social hate. Yeah, it's certainly interesting. And as you well know, that um, the uh, anonymous quotes and the anonymous comments have been going on since the internet was born. And I particularly remember back uh, last century uh, in the late 90s when I would be constantly telling young men, young drivers in particular, to stop reading the comments online because uh, most of the time uh, being written by people who have no idea what involved in getting behind the wheel of a fast, high-powered car to go and do a job and being told by somebody, oh, you don't know what you're doing sort of thing, right? Mm. Um, But uh, you've got to consider that there is certainly a groundswell around not only uh, uh, bullying online but the whole subject of uh, women having been just uh, International Women's Day, it's terrific. I've actually been watching the record. I don't know if you've watched that show. Um, I have enormous admiration for the Australian women's cricket team and what they did and the way in which they behave is quite exemplary. And uh, the fact they won five World Cups is an extraordinary thing. But uh, it's, uh, it's a delightful thing to see where there is far more uh, awareness of the way in which uh, women have been treated historically and that uh, it needs to change from where it's been and uh, let's hope that all that sort of thing uh, gets far better in the future. I was going to say, if you wanted to go back and listen to that interview we did with Shannon Kiley, it was show 316 and you can find it at Inside Supercars and also at sportradio.com.au. You can just uh, Google Shannon, now it's S-H-A-N-N-E-N, Kylie, K-I-E-L-Y, or even just show 316 and find it easily there, as you can do to find uh, our interview a few years ago with Jess Dane. So you can hear both those women talking about uh, what's going on in their world. Uh, Of course, Tony, you spoke to Jess Dane down there in Tasmania, and a few years ago I had a a long sit-down with her as well, and we uh, spoke about her life from before Australia to what she was doing at that time. So uh, there's plenty of opportunities to hear about what 
some uh, women are doing in motorsport in and around Australia in our archives at insidesupercars.com.au or at sportradio.com.au. Well, that's it for Inside Supercars this week. Enjoy the show and we'll uh, hope you'll join us again next week. Thank you from me. And good night from him. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.